Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy. He talks all about SEC football from all 12, 14, 16 teams in the league. I don't, you know, however they go, up and down. But he covers them all. And I'm pretty sure he even talks about Texas and Oklahoma at this point. That's the reason I say 16. So he does a fantastic job. Check him out um, on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's Locked On SEC. Every dayers, we're going to try and get you know, like John Macon Gillespie. We're going to have a regulars as we're going towards scrimmage number two. So stick around for that. We're really fired up about what can become from this channel. We spent most of last week ranked in the top 200 of iTunes charts on football, which to my knowledge, no Ole Miss show has ever done. To my knowledge, that is just a fantastic, fantastic accomplishment as our audio side has really picked up growing, and we appreciate that. Most of the stuff we do video-wise is on here. It's really cool to know that we have an audio side as well that are listening to the podcast channels um, all over the internet to listen to the show. We broke a record Friday of podcast listeners, and I think we've done it like three times in the last two weeks. Really, really cool stuff. And it also helps that we're starting fall camp and you guys are really, really interested in what's going on. But thank you very much for everything that's going on. Also, if you want to watch it, the YouTube channel is on there. We have graphics, we have highlights, we have video from time to time. And I'm pretty impressed with it. The Friday show is probably at 3,500 views by now. So, Thank you for all of that. And of course, join our Discord server. I'll put that up right now. It's kind of works real similarly to a message board. Um, but it's our and it's a chat room. It's like a message board chat room hybrid because it's a chat that you can thread. So you can keep topics on conversations depending on what you do. It's kind of intimidating when you go in there for the first time. But when you do, and get the hang of it, you won't want to do anything else. It's unbelievably easy. Keeps you informed of all the comings and goings in Ole Miss athletics, and we also have a good time. My rule is I, I'm not going to allow trolling. If you think that you want to do that, you know, try it the first time. There's zero tolerance. You don't get warnings. You don't get to say mea culpa. None of that stuff because the mo main purpose of this thing is for people to have fun talking almost sports. If you don't want to do that, that's this probably isn't the place for you. But our Discord links down in the description, and if it is expired, because it does expire from time to time, let me know via DM. I will get you an um, invite. As open enrollment is open for about two more weeks as we get ready for the Mercer game. So I'm pretty fired up about that. So we talked in the show about the five takeaways that we can take away from Saturday's scrimmage and went over certain things. Now, we had some viewer mail questions and we wanted to get to some viewer mail. Real quick, Will I Am asked, Stephen Willis, what is the most likely scenario for Ole Miss to be featured in a college game day this year? If they beat Bama, do you think game day will come to Oxford for LSU? That is the easiest. I think there's three games that Ole Miss needs to circle as possible game day type things. Now, some of these things are not all in Ole Miss's control, obviously. But 
there's three games that I think Ole Miss should circle. And it all depends on how Ole Miss does and how the opponent does. The first one is, in fact, that LSU game. If Ole Miss were to go over to Alabama and beat Alabama and LSU is, heck, LSU could probably be one loss, lose the Florida State game. That Ole Miss-LSU game has a chance to be a game day game. Yeah, that, that one is absolutely a home run. The second one, if Auburn wins football games, if Auburn is five and two or whatever it is going into that game, there's a chance that Ole Miss and Auburn could end up being that game, one of those games, because the storylines with Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss and all of that back and forth. I'm telling you, that's going to be a weird night, weird game, period. Just get ready for it. Go ahead and get your minds right. Because that is how that is. It's going to be completely off the rails. And the third one would be the Ole Miss or Georgia game. If Ole Miss can somehow make it through um, Alabama, LSU, and get that weird one of that weird game and Auburn, you have a chance to be what eight and one going to Athens. And if you're eight and one going to Athens, they're probably going to put game day up there there as well. Those are the three games that are the most likely. Um, for game day this season, in my opinion. Now, if you have any ideas elsewhere, put it down in the description or in the comments. Let me know exactly which games you think Ole Miss has the best shot to get in game day for and which games we should pay attention to that maybe I'm not thinking of. So get down in the dis um, description or comments and let me know exactly what's going on there. All right. Rebel Man 22 says, the big question is, how does the D look using the new scheme? And if you watch the first segment of today's podcast, you can know we are incredibly fired up about the defense. This defense is ahead of schedule. It just is. Um, I want to see some consistency develop of the defense going into the second scrimmage. And the second scrimmage is probably the big scrimmage because after that, they're probably going to taper off just a little bit so that the legs are completely there before Mercer before Tulane, and it's 877,000 degrees. Remember, if you go to the Tulane game, if it has alcohol in it, you are not hydrating. Drink plenty of water. So I think the defense looks good. The transfers seem to be meshing pretty well. It was really cool to listen to the interview by Pete Golding the other day when he said a lot of the stuff and echoed a lot of the stuff that I've been saying here for months. System is everything. It's a difference between a zone defense, defensive back, and a man-to-man um, -man defense, defensive back. They're all football players. They're all good ones. But people like Tysheem Johnson and Davidson Igmanosin might not be fundamentally set up to play cornerback in this scheme. Remember, there's no such thing as a good football player. There's only a football player that's good at doing this. Blank. Whatever it is. Like I said. There's no such thing as a five-star quarterback. There might be a five-star pocket passer, five-star dual threat, five-star running quarterback. But there's not just a five-star quarterback. It's too broad. Running back, same thing. You could honestly have 70 or 80 categories offensively of what a five-star player looks like. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you'll be better prepared to deal with everything. And all of a sudden, recruiting doesn't, feel like a us versus them type proposition. And you realize there's a lot more players that can do pretty much the same thing 
in the portal in recruiting. Heck, in Canada. Pretty fired up. Anyway, um, I think Trevor Jackson is getting set to commit this weekend. In two weeks, Nareel White is set to commit. I'm not saying to Ole Miss. I'm just saying they're set to announce their decision. And we'll see exactly how they do. We'll talk to um, Brian Smith. I think we'll have him Saturday. We'll record that probably Thursday or Friday. Um, so it might be before the Trevor Jackson commitment. We don't know. Um, and same thing will happen in the real white. We're going to keep an eye on both of those. I think both of those are good players that they'd be honestly foolish to go elsewhere because Lane Kiffin could take a player like Nareel White and put them in the NFL. And if you want proof that he can't do that or he can do that, look at Elijah Moore right now. Quarterbacks, same thing. Trevor Jackson is built in a lab for this offense. Should be fine. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Every day is we're going to try and get John Macon Gillespie. You'll have Pratt. You'll have Tom Vanderford. We're going to try and get Derek Vandegriff this week. And we might see if there's some other interviews that might come up. Brian Smith as well. So stick around for that. Look forward to that and these extras. And, of course, the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. That's why you're here, right? Anyway, this is so much fun. I am so lucky to get to do this. Thank you so much. Anyway, hotty toddy.